Time now for sports on 104.7 The Cave. Here's Ned Reynolds. Mike the intern, Ned Reynolds in the studio on a chilly Tuesday morning. Before we go any further, sir, you don't have an Uzi in your car I need to know about, do you? <laughs> it isn't that awful. That's Mr. Clark. What in heaven's name was he thinking? Second time, too. Back in March, they got him. They didn't even report it. Now, this is the second time in a year. I hope there's an idiot clause in his contract. Mike, I am afraid this is not good news. No, it's not good news. But like I said, if there's an idiot clause in that contract, at this point, save the money. It's not, as you pointed out, it's not something new. It dates back to his college days. I know. I know. Don't get me. I don't want to get me started. I just want to make sure you don't have an oh, easy in your car. <laughs> I wouldn't have had to use one anyway. <laughs> don't even, Ned doesn't even know what they look like. All right. So there was a, other big news in the sports world yesterday, and this was a Supreme Court decision. It had been going on for a long time. Some college athletes were upset because, you know, some of them could barely afford to live while they were playing for a team that was making millions off their likeness and all that stuff. And now some college athletes are going to get paid. Yes, and that's a, it's a little bit misleading because in typical media fashion, when the announcement was made that the Supreme Court had unanimously voted against the NCAA, the immediate suggestion from the media was athletes are about to be paid. And that is not the case. I I swear our media in this country is so bad. Anyway, here's the deal. What the Supreme Court decided, and the the NCAA does have rules against what are called improper benefits, end quote. The NCAA said students who are pursuing graduation and academics, students being Division I men's and women's football and basketball players, only them, those who are pursuing academic pursuits, obviously, can receive uh, items that are directed toward the education, like laptops and things like that. In the past, they couldn't get them for free. They had to pay for them themselves. Well, there's very little money with a lot of these people. So the NCAA and the Supreme Courts now have to allow that on free. It also says that students, athletes who are going abroad to continue their education can do so and be reimbursed for it. That's what it says. However... This does open up the argument about should athletes be paid for their actual performance. And I think that's going to come to a head here in the next couple of years. Maybe two or three years, we'll see a whole different scheme. But this particular rule applies only to academics and the academic pursuit. And that is outstanding, in my opinion. Yeah, and I think it's a long time coming. It's uh, not a huge ask to provide the tools for these athletes that are literally making your university millions and the NCAA millions of dollars to help them get what they're in and they're part of the deal. See, one of the arguments to this, Mike, is that uh, the general population say, well, you know, the students buy their own. They can go out and work and get the money for it. That's just it. The athletes can't work. It's against the rules for them during the season to have another job. They're playing their sports. So in a sense, it's patently unfair. This is fine. I'm all for it. I, I agree. And I mean, it's it's kind of like a, a, few, a few years ago, it was against the rules to get more than one meal a day. That's crazy. <laughs> you can't work. How the hell are you supposed to feed yourself? It doesn't make any sense. I mean, I get it. There's a there's a line to be Can crossed. Can you imagine but... one meal a day for the Alabama football team? I don't think Dude, so. Dude, no. <laughs> come on, man. Look at those boys. They are starch fed as you get. <laughs> U.S. women's Olympic basketball team is finally official, and they've got some talent, don't they? Oh, it'll be a great team. They've already won all the gold medals in the world, and they're going to continue to win them. 
But what's very interesting to me is two of the players on the team are two of the oldest ever to compete in the Olympics. One is Sue Bird. She's 40 years old. The other is Diana Taurasi. She is 39 years old. And both will be given the chance to win their fifth, fifth Olympic gold medals. It's a star-studded team and will be a terrific team. Dawn Staley, who is the head coach at South Carolina, a fabulous coach and a former great player mm-hmm. in her own right, is going to co- uh, coach the team this year. Gino Oriema has decided he's not going to. He's been he's been ill recently, so Dawn Staley is going to get the opportunity. But regardless, the USA will roll right through this one. They should, as the men should, if they're going to be stocked as well as they can be. Speech, speaking of which, uh, who signed up for the men's team Well, so far? so far they have had commitments from Bradley Beal of the Washington uh, Wizards and Chaminade in St. Louis who played down mm-hmm. here in the Tournament of Champions. Devin Booker, who is playing right now with the Phoenix Suns. He's a terrific player, I'll tell you. University of Kentucky kid. Uh, Jason Tatum, who is another one from St. Louis who mm-hmm. played down here in the Tournament of Champions. Boston Celtics. The one who really is a big key here. Uh, made his commitment yesterday, and his Kevin Durant from the Brooklyn uh, Nets, who, in my opinion, is the best player in the world. And that just scratches the surface. There'll be <laughs> others coming up. This will be if they all come together and go through their regimen out in Las Vegas, which is where they're doing their training, it'll be pretty doggone good. It'll be, uh, it'll, like I said last week, it'll be our, our dream team for <laughs> at least this year. But, yeah, the women's team and the men's team stacked. Unfortunately, we can't do that with baseball. Cardinals had the night off last night, especially after a very rough weekend, but there are some clues to what their plans are in there. Yeah, John Mozalak has had some comments. Mozalak is now the director of baseball operations. He's not the general manager anymore, but he's still doing the talking for the team. GM usually does the talking, but I dare say I don't even think anybody knows who the Cardinals GM is. I think is we now. tried to figure that out last week, and we, we still couldn't it's, come it's to it. It's Mike Gersh, and he does nothing but stand in the corner. Anyway, that's the <laughs> Uh, and Mr. Mosellock did say yesterday when he was questioned about this that in providing help for the 2021 team, the Cardinals will definitely not, quote, cut the heart out of the minor leagues, end quote. In other words, some of the top talent who some of the speculators, the baseball pundits have said, oh, my goodness, they might trade thus and such and so and so, Nolan Gorman being one of them. Mosellock said, no, not for a quick fix. We're going to develop through the minor leagues, develop our team the way we have. Hopefully something will come along the line. So does that mean a Max Scherzer deal or something like that is done? No, it doesn't necessarily mean that. But it does mean that the Cardinals won't give up a treasure chest of talent just to get one person. And I don't know where the hell they're going to get it, though. (laughs) Uh, There are others. They are rumored to be in the... uh, process now of talking with the Minnesota Twins. The Twins have a lot of outstanding young talent as well, and they could use some help because the uh, the Twins have not at all uh, played as well as they should have this season. Well, we'll see. Uh, the Royals were coming off a really great series against the Boston Red Sox, and they didn't really have any luck left last night, did they? This is a, a really tough story, too, because Adalberto Mondesi, who we saw play down here with the Northwest Arkansas Naturals, he's an outstanding player, great star with the Royals. He's only played in 10 games this year because of an bleak muscle injury. Well, he came back, may have come back too soon because he re-injured the muscle in Sunday's game. He's out of there, back on the 10-day disabled list, but the 10-day for an oblique injury is probably misleading. He's probably will be out longer than that. 
that's a real shame, though, because Mondesi is a key to that team. You know, it's crazy to think Ned Reynolds has been doing this long enough. He still has the recording of when Joe Lewis knocked out Max in the 30s. But he does. So let's take a listen to it. It's a historic moment in American sports. It really and, is. And in American history, because it's one of the very few times in the United States. Folks, we are the United States. Now, it's unrealistic in Pollyanna to think that everybody's going to come together, but they did that golden night 83 years ago at Yankee Stadium in New York. 70,000 or more. Nobody really took an official count because the place was jammed to capacity with every celebrity you could possibly know and, and of course, the general population. To see this fight, and what made it so special was that, number one, it was the World Heavyweight Championship. Lewis was the champion. The first time they had fought two years before was not a championship fight, and Schmeling knocked out Lewis. Lewis's only loss prior to that. So there was determination there, but over and above that. While Max Schmeling was not a Nazi, he did represent the Aryan supremacy of Adolf Hitler. This is 1938. Everybody knew in the, in the world knew that it was going to end up in a war somewhere along the line, and eventually, two years later, it did. And the fact remains that the United States saw this as USA versus Germany. Everybody came together, black, white, and Hispanic, whatever. Everybody was rooting for Joe Lewis, and he won it with that first-round knockout. It makes me miss uh, boxing when it w- the way it was. It met you know, I, It was. I mean, this was the biggest Super Bowl you could have ever attended. <laughs> and uh, now we've got uh, rappers and reality stars and YouTube guys, and it's just, uh, there's, there's no, where's the honor? Where's the honor, Ned? We're going to go search for it. You have a great day. Yes, sir.